Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks on the block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. Drink it in. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Detroit Kool-Aid, what is going on, everybody? We're back, and we're back here for a bonus podcast. We're talking about a mock draft, the first round. I got some of my buddies on the line. We got Chuck Dog, who's been here before. Chuck, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Derek, man? Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, man, glad to have you. This should be fun. And then the one and only, returning, as always, Grifka. What's going on, buddy? I'm interested to do this draft to see what's changed since the first time we did it. Absolutely, man. Uh, lots has went on since, and we are a few weeks away from the draft uh, 2019. Everybody's looking forward to it with their own teams. Chuck is a uh, Cowboys fan. Remember him being on the Cowboys show. Uh, they do not have a first rounder, but Chuck is going to step to the podium with the number one overall pick with the Arizona Cardinals. Chuck, who are you taking? Well, from all the talk that I hear, and me personally, if I was the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals, I probably wouldn't go this way. But from what I hear, the Arizona Cardinals with the first pick is going to take quarterback Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean, my my quick uh, take, it just seems like, you know, they have to, but they got to get rid of Rosen. That's the big thing, you know, is get a good price for him and then get this new quarterback right. that fits the scheme and all that's kind of a double dip move, but they got to get it done, I think. Well, to me, I just, I don't think, I you know, I, I can't say for sure, but I, my personal opinion is I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be uh, a good NFL quarterback. He should have just stuck with baseball where I heard he was really good at. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he could be good. This is when I throw it to Grifka because I can't wait to hear his reply again about how Kyler Murray's going to be terrible. Go ahead, Grifka. I'm with Chuck. He's going to be terrible. <laughs> right, and tell the people why again because he's small and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. He dominated a league that played no defense. Um, congratulations. I mean, Alabama had him shut down until they uh... – decide to play off and keep everything in front of him just to keep the clock moving. That's when that's when Oklahoma finally scored against Alabama because Alabama's like, we can score on your garbage defense whenever we want, and they pretty much did. So, Kyler Murray, <laughs> so what? He threw up a lot of stats in a pass-happy league and in a league that didn't play any defense. Congratulations. Everybody's yeah. fast in the pros. Yeah, he's a quarterback <laughs> okay. that's under 200 pounds, so he will be, you know, in the NFL, That's a, he takes any kind of hits. That's a small guy to be taking any kind of hits in. 
Yeah, I think he's a little small, but I mean, it's 2019 NFL. This is in the 80s, so they throw <laughs> it around. They protect the quarterback, and you've seen small guys make plays. So I, th- I think we, you'd probably we'll be have good, a side note about how stuff. the running quarterback was supposed to change the NFL, like when Mike Vick came in there, because and it didn't. It's still a pocket passer league. So, all right, uh, with the second pick, uh, step into the podium for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, with uh, San Francisco's. Uh, People they've signed in the uh, free agency period. This guy definitely helped. It's one of their main needs. They're going to take Josh Allen out of the University of Kentucky. All right. So, Josh Allen going number two. Uh, you know, you normally do not see outside linebackers, but he does have some rush ability. So, Grifka is taking Josh Allen over Nick Bosa. Why? I don't know with Nick Bosa's injury. I mean, I'm still hearing everything is, you know, he's progressing. It'll be fine. But that's like one of those odd injuries that could flare up at some point. I just think at this point, Josh Allen's a little safer pick. All right. Uh, Grifka is throwing the draft off at, and with only two picks going down. So that's, uh, that's perfect. Uh, Chuck, you got anything before we move to pick number three here? Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a safe pick. Um, everything that I'm reading and heard that uh, they really they really really love uh, Quinn and Williams, so I thought maybe they'd go he'd go that way um, with them signing uh, or trading for D Ford. That pretty much is the same thing that Josh Allen would be, um, mm-hmm. and the 49ers are in a love fest with Quinn and Williams. I think that's the way they would have went, but you know I'm not I'm not mad at the pick. Uh, he's you know Josh Allen's a, a going to be a pretty uh pretty good pass rusher so yeah Allen's a great player I really haven't heard that much about Williams going to San Francisco it's all been Bosa what I've been hearing I mean how many times are the Niners going to take defensive linemen it seems like eight years in a row they take a a big edge or a big defensive tackle that could get up the field so you know I had him at Bosa so with number three here I'm stepping to the podium uh you know I'm just not going to pass on talent the lineage all that stuff with the Jets I'll go ahead and take Bosa here. Just, uh, you know, I think people overthinking this guy. I think he's got a great motor, gets after the quarterback, you know, pretty easy pick for almost any team here up in the top five, top ten. All right, we got Raiders. If nobody's got anything else, we got the Raiders at number four. We'll bounce this back to Chuck. Uh, Raiders got a lot of picks, starting with the number four. Which way do they go? Well, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna give the, the Raiders uh, – Quinn and Williams, um, you know, the Raiders couldn't stop the run to save their life last year. So, uh, you know, he'll be one of those guys that can plug in and he'll probably start right away. Yeah, they got Hankins and, uh, uh, man, who's the, who's the guy from Michigan that had the heart issues? His name's passing me. Hurst. Maurice Hurst. He, he ended up playing really well and, you know, had no signs of the uh, conditions. You know, all that stuff always comes out and scares people away. So they got two big guys up in the middle. You're going to put you're going to put Q in there as well. I believe so. You know, those two big guys uh, obviously didn't stop the run enough for them. So, uh, you know, they're going to upgrade their talent. Um, uh, a yeah, little more. They got Hankins. Yeah. I think they got Hankins later in the year, but yeah, I mean, they definitely got to upgrade. And to me, it's just talent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if he's going to fall to you at four, you just can't really let him slide by. What, Grifka, any, any thoughts? No, I think he's going to be a good pick, even if, uh, or a good player. If uh, he pairs up in that, that nice rotation, I believe uh, John Gruden's a man who likes to uh, 
have a very big, strong defensive line. So uh, he fits right in there with those guys. Okay. Um, and before we go to Tampa Bay, does anybody see the Raiders going quarterback here? Or are they just going to roll with Derek Carr? Um, you know, it's, it's a possibility that the Raiders do quarter, go quarterback here. Um, I think John Gruden has a man crush on uh, Kyler Murray. So if Kyler Murray, uh, for some reason, goes past Arizona, um, the other two teams obviously aren't going to take him. So if he slips to Oakland, I could see Oakland taking Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Dwayne Haskins looks like a professional right now. I mean, the way he looks, he throws, his his just overall manner. I think he could be really good in the right situation. So I don't see the Raiders going there, but I mean, you could yeah. roll with Derek Carr, but he's not a long term solution. So I would consider Haskins there at four if they really loved him um, for whatever reason. So yeah. um, Grifko, we got you with Tampa Bay. Um, Number five, this is kind of a swing pick. I've seen lots of different people go at the spot. You know, they have a couple openings, and there's some good guys on the board. Where are you going with the Tampa Bay Bucks? I believe Tampa Bay uh, really likes speed at the linebacker position, so they are going to take Devin White out of LSU. Okay, Devin White's definitely one of the guys I've seen. The thing with him is that, again, these middle linebackers going in the top five, Josh Allen at number two, it always seems like a little bit of a an overvalue. But, I mean, I love Devin White as a player. I just think, you know, could they could they go get some other impact positions? But they, they definitely need a linebacker now that uh, Alexander has gone and they got a few other guys that are getting a little bit older. So, Chuck, any thoughts on that pick, Devin White? No, I think it's a I think it's a good pick for Tampa. Uh, Devin White's a you know a heck of a ball player. I think he'll be, end up being a very solid pro. Yeah, the only but I mean they lose a linebacker and they add one. Like sometimes I don't feel like your team gets better. You're just kind of like making up for letting a guy walk <laughs> by taking a guy in the top five. You know, sometimes sometimes you make your team better by uh, saving money. So I think they probably let that other linebacker go, draft this guy younger saving some money so that way they can you know obviously add pieces later yeah and real quick chuck because we got you on like do you put positional value in the draft do you think like you got to take defensive ends quarterbacks uh corners all that stuff high or do you just sort of think you know i'm going to take the best player at need and not worry about if he's a offensive guard or a middle linebacker or a you know defensive tackle some of those guys aren't as valued like give me a quick take on that before we keep it moving uh, my, my take on that is simple. I mean, I take whatever the best player is on that board. And if that, if that player, no matter what position he is, if he can help your ball club right then and there, or he's a quick guy that can get on there and, and take care of your team, then yeah, I'd go with him. Um, it doesn't matter to me, uh, you know, outside of being a punter or a kicker, you know, some of these guys that are taking kickers in the second round. I would never do that. But, um, uh, <laughs> Outside of that, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, I know Mike here doesn't like taking inside uh, offensive linemen early, but, you know, to me, if that person is your missing piece, take him when you when you want him. And if he's the best one available, and if that's what you need, take him. You know, Cowboys took Zach Martin early uh, a couple of years back, and, you know, that's worked out fine for them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I differ a little bit on that. I think because the contracts are so low, you love to get those those premium guys. 
you know, where you can get a linebacker at better contracts and free agency and whatnot. But like you say, it's hard to pass on the best player. Grifka, I think, took a really good player there at number five. Absolutely. um, At number six, this is a a huge pick. This is probably the pick in the draft where you're going to see some, um, you know, uh, a move that's going to shake the rest of the draft down. I could see this team coming up if needed, the New York Giants. Uh, You know, I'm sitting here at six. I've seen who's went before. I mean, in this scenario, oh, man, uh, I don't know if I get to pick at 17 for the Giants, but this is sort of a combo pick. So if this is how it fell, I'm going to take Rashawn Gary here at number six just because I feel like a guy like Gettleman really values, you know, like I said, kind of that he's going to get an edge rusher here, meat and potatoes, a guy that, you know, is from the Jersey area that he can get after the quarterback and then hoping that he can kind of take care of what he needs to at 17. So I'm going to take Rashawn Gary, kind of defensive end, but you can also move him inside for the Giants. And like I say, just that hometown feel, I think he's uh, he's the pick for that team right there. That's a good pick, even though I hate when Michigan players go to teams I hate. <laughs> All right. So like you say, uh, it's a hard one for the Giants. You know, everybody's talking about quarterback there. I think they can maybe let it slide. And uh, it's curious what they're doing. You know, they've been giving away a lot of talent. So at number seven, we'll go back to Chuck with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, let's see, Jacksonville, this team. You know, normally I, at first before they, they, they signed Nick Foles, I had them, you know, obviously a quarterback here. Um, I still think they could use a quarterback because, you know, I still don't think you know, Nick Foles is going to be the answer. Um, but right now, I don't believe they'll go quarterback. So I think they're going to take the best player on the board uh, to boost that defense a little bit, and they'll end up taking Ed Oliver. Oliver to the Jags. Who The Jags always load up on nasty defenders. You've got them doing the same thing again. Uh, where do you play, Oliver? Is he just an inside rusher, basically, again? They have a lot of those in uh, Jacksonville. Um. No, I think they put him in the middle. You know, Jacksonville had a hard time uh, stuffing that run uh, in the middle a little bit last year. People started to notice that they couldn't stop the run. You know, they got crazy pass defense, but they they started noticing they couldn't stop the run, so they started running on them. And then that's how the Jacksonville defense started getting, you know, taken advantage of. Yeah, I uh, hmm. I mean, it's a it's a great pick just from a talent perspective. Uh, you know, any thoughts on that, Grifka? Ed Oliver to Jacksonville. I mean, we've talked about this before. Get your bell. Ed Oliver is going to be a stud, so uh, I think he'll be uh, I think he'll be a dominant player on that uh, Jacksonville defense. Yeah, and like you say, now with Foles, I still think they have some receivers over there, but you know. It would have been curious if they try to find that that beast of a number one right there. Uh, partly don't like it because Grifka has allowed me to pick for the Lions here at eight, and Oliver was going to be my guy. I've kind of tried to tell people that for a while now. Um, you know, I have made some different picks and some different mock drafts, but had, had Oliver fallen, that was going to be my pick for the Lions. Uh, I think you can move him all around. I think he showed out recently just from athleticism. He's playing out of position in college and getting triple teamed most of the time. He still blew up plays. So, so here I am with the Lions at eight. Um, you know, we have uh, got some skill guys. We even have a Dwayne Haskins still on the board, TJ Hawkinson, guys like that. It, I mean, if this is the scenario, I'm going to go take a guy who I think has creep, 
crept up here late in the process and uh based on what the Lions have done, getting a big edge like uh, Flowers and uh, kind of adding some pieces on the corner position. I think right here you go ahead and you get Brian Burns from Florida State, a guy that can basically be a jack linebacker like where Kennard is, can maybe bring him off you know, the same edge, different both edges. He's uh, He's got freaky bend, just a guy that I think – is lighter than most, but I think he can he can really wreak some havoc in after the quarterback and uh, being a a player like Devin Kennard was this year, who was way better than advertised. So that that's kind of how I'd go at this position. Grifka, since you're on the Kool Aid cast with me, if this is how it fell, I'm curious who you would take here. Probably, I would probably look to take. Uh, even though, like you said, they got flowers, I would probably look to take uh, Montez Sweat right here. That's who I would have picked. I mean, guy's speed, he's fast get around the field, I mean, it would definitely help uh, the Lions defense, you know, get to the quarterback. So that's who I right. probably would have took. Right. I think Sweat's a good player. I just think that, uh, you know, I don't know. Burns just seems a little more versatile, and I want to see Aquara get time. I don't want to see him just be a total backup. So I'm fine to go in with Aquara and Flowers and then get Burns, who's more of a, a, a edge guy than uh, just a straight-up big defensive end. But – I mean, like you say, uh, your boy Sweat has had a heck of a draft process as well, climbing up that board. So, um, so interesting to see. Uh, you know, Burns is the pick here in this mock. So, let's go ahead and we'll go back to Grifka here with the Buffalo Bills at number nine. Uh, let's see. One guy you kind of want to take him, um, but uh, we've talked about this before, Bell. You know, warm weather guys going to cold weather uh, teams. But uh, Buffalo really needs help on their offensive line. So I'm going to take a Juwan Taylor, offensive lineman out of Florida. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick, an interesting pick, because a lot of, you know, drafts have had him going sooner. We let him slip down to nine. You know, this is kind of where if they're going tackle, you're seeing a Jonah Williams, you're seeing um, some of these other tackles go. But I think Buffalo would like to get a guy like that at number nine. So. Big old guy with some good feet and kind of athletic out there on the edge. So uh, let's go. Let's go, Chuck here at number ten. Chuck, uh, Denver Broncos. What do you think? Well, if I'm Denver, I am running to the podium and I'm taking quarterback <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. Okay. Um, this is an easy pick for them. You know, they. I know they traded for uh, Joe Flacco, but we all know who Flacco is. You know, he's not going to be a, a dominant force at, at the quarterback position for them. You know, bring in, go draft Haskins, let him sit behind Flacco for a year, and then you got your quarterback of the future. Hmm. Yeah, I I agree with your reasoning. I The thing I disagree with is, like, for some reason, as bomb as Joe Flacco has been, I feel like Denver is, like, a good fit. Like, he could, he could have – like two good years, maybe in three out there if he really gets it together. I don't know. The guy can throw. He uh, they, they give him some tight ends. That's what he loves to throw to. I mean, I could see it working out there. And how many times is John Elway just going to randomly take a quarterback, you know, uh, hoping that it works? I don't know. Like, Dwayne Haskins doesn't seem like a fit in Denver. You know what I mean? Like he does in New York well, or um, some of these other teams. It doesn't seem like that would be where he'd flourish, in my opinion. Well, he's a big, you know, he's he's a – top quarterback in the draft and you're sitting at number 10 and the top quarterback of the draft falls to you, you know, and, and you, you've got, uh, you've got an elderly quarterback on your team. I think 
To me, I think you're running up the podium and getting them. <laughs> right. It's a huge need you're feeling. I just I always think of like, yeah, you can fill a need, but the player sort of has to fit too. You know, it almost feels like Drew Locke would fit better in Denver, you know, just from a type of quarterback that Elway likes that strong arm, big uh quarterback, as well as just like the the personality, the type of player I feel like you'd be more of a fit. But like you say, you're filling a huge need there. I mean uh, so you can't, you can't I have a question that. just off note. How yeah. long will it be before maybe like a Denver quarterback is successful out there. I, it seems like they're still playing in the shadow of John Elway. I mean, Chuck, you know this. How long did it take Dallas to really get a dominant quarterback after Roger Staubach retired? I mean, they went through a number because, you know, he was around. And it, it seemed like it, they were in the shadow of Roger Staubach for a while. I mean, John Elway's still with the team. He's, you know, with the GM or whatever. It's well, almost like there's such a high standard out there. And if a guy isn't, isn't John Elway, he's kind of frowned upon. They kick him out the door really quick. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, Haskins, I think, is a good pick here. I, I really do. But it's one of those things, I don't know if it's he's always going to kind of be looking over his shoulder because there's a, you know, Hall of Famer there staring at him. So, it's... it's, it's well, how many uh, how many wins does uh, Elway have as at, for a Super Bowl? How many wins? Yeah. Yeah, two. Two for, Super Bowls. Two Super Bowl wins? Yeah. And how many did Peyton Manning have there? One. one. Did he yeah. just get the one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I. I. I get what you're saying, but it's not like I mean, Elway is probably an icon in Denver. You know, he was a. To me, he was a great quarterback, but. You know, it, he's not. You're not going in there replacing or, yeah, replacing somebody that was. I don't know. They, they had a tradition of winning everything. You know, he he lost a lot as well. So. I don't know. To me, I think I, I think Haskins would be the right pick. I think they need a young quarterback, and I think I think he's the right pick. Yeah, yeah. Good, good thinking too, Griffka. I mean, they they've taken a while there, but I mean, they're just piecemealing players. So Chuck's like sort of finally getting them a guy that he thinks will be the franchise. I just think, you know. Uh, it's a, we'll, we would see how that would work out. So with number eleven here, I, I'll go back. I'll get the Bengals pick. I mean, the Bengals have been taking, like, offensive guards. They've been taking centers. You know, they keep letting Andy Dalton play quarterback. I mean, had Dwayne Haskins fallen, I may have considered him at number 11. Just him and Mixon and, uh, you know, some younger guys on the outside, I think that might have worked in, in Cincy. Um, they've got they've got linebacker, tackle, interior lineman sort of as their basic needs. But like I say, they kind of keep just overlooking quarterback. Hmm see what I want to do here. I think I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and shake it up a little bit here. I've been seeing this guy move up the board since linebacker. It says is their top need, and they got rid of Vontez. Let's go ahead and give him Devin Bush, crazy uh, middle linebacker with Michigan, fly around the field, be the captain of that defense. I'm going to take him here all the way up at number 11. Speed, speedy linebacker, him. not a bad pick. And he, I think he plays with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because people have always said he's undersized. So, uh, I, I mean, I think it's a good pick for Cincinnati. This guy's been going in the lower part of the round, but, like, recently I've seen him at 15, you know, moving up to in the lower, lower upper teens, you know. So I think that people are starting to not worry so much about how late they can get him. It's like if they need a linebacker and Devin White's gone, this is the other guy to get. So... Chuck, did you say you're trying to find him? You act like you don't have him on your list. Come on, buddy. He was down there. I found him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, like I say, I, there was lots of ways it could have went there, man. I had lots of different names. So just uh, no, no. With I think need and going with uh, players, so that's kind of where I went. Yeah, he was the best inside linebacker available. Um, yep. You know, and they just lost, um, or they just released what's his name, the uh, the guy that was like fined for every game because he's one of the dirtiest players in the world. What was his name? Yeah, Vontez Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, he slipped my yep. mind, but yeah, that guy was a dirty player. You know, he had to replace him. Yeah, and Devin Bush would probably fit their uh, their defense. So, overall, I think that was, that's the pick they could go. Yeah, absolutely. Chuck, I try to be nice to you when you're a guest on the show, but you just pulled an Oakery where you didn't listen to what I said because I talked about Vontez, and then you asked about him and tried to remember his name. So that's kind of what I do sometimes when I tune out Griffka for five or ten minutes. Well, to be fair, Derek, okay. you did. I lost you for about ten seconds. I couldn't hear a word you were saying. All right, well, <laughs> so. that, that, that's a good excuse, but, but you still get a bell for it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, just having some fun there. So, Griff, uh, let's see, where are we at? Chuck, are you going to pick for the Packers at 12 here? Yeah, I can do that. You're going to let me pick? No, you don't get to pick. Okay. <laughs> You're done. All right, yeah, let's let's go back to Griff. Griff, go back right. to the Cheeseheads. He, lo- he loves the Packers. Yeah, huge fan. Um, <laughs> now, uh seems like uh, Green Bay, they got a lot of players on their team, getting a little long in the tooth. They released some guys. Um, but once again, they still have uh, Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to have to give him some help on the offense. So, uh, once again, I wouldn't do this if I was a GM, but uh, this is Green Bay, and since I can't stand them, I will give them TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Griffco wants to get weapons for his favorite player, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You yeah. know me, I love tight ends in the first round. They work out so well. <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. a huge fan of it. He, he's fallen to 12. I'm unbelievable. All right. Well, uh, like you say, I, I mean, Green Bay is another team. They've been trying to find a tight end for about seven, eight years, it feels like. So they, they try to get another one here in this draft. Let's go, let's go back to Chuck with the Miami Dolphins at 13. Well, since Miami, I don't think they have anybody out there that's that can throw the ball. I mean, they just traded Tannehill, right? So if I was Miami right now, I'm looking at Drew Locke. Yeah. I mean, what other way could they really go with Drew Locke just sitting there available? Like, I don't think Drew Locke is better than Haskins, but if I had my choice, I'd love to have Drew Locke in Denver and Dwayne Haskins in Miami. I feel like that's a better fit. Him put him with uh, that – the coordinator uh, flow from uh, the Patriots, the new head coach down there, that just seems like a perfect fit. Those guys would uh, get Miami like more on a better, I don't know, true lock in Miami. I don't know. But you're right. They they need a quarterback. So uh, let's go ahead. I'll go ahead and take the Falcons here. Falcons at number 14. There's been some rumor and innuendo that the Lions and Falcons could make a deal and move uh, Lions down from eight and maybe pick up a second rounder. You know, hoping that happens. I uh, I would love to shift down a little bit and still get a great football player and an extra draft pick. But um, the Falcons are sitting here. Man, they need uh, they always seem to go like interior or defensive line rushers, things like that. They need some weapons though for uh, Matt Ryan. They just picked up a couple receivers, but they could use a tight end. Eh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a corner here for them. I always feel like they can't cover or can't play good enough defense on the outside, so I'm gonna go ahead and take. 
my guy, top corner on the board, Byron Murphy here for the Falcons. He's a he's a good zone corner, gets turnovers, plays the football. So that's my pick at fourteen. I like Does it. Atlanta's defense play zone corner, or are they uh, more of a press? I want to say they're more zone, but I feel like they rush. You know, they they're aggressive rushing up front, but they've always been kind of a trying to get turnovers, but they just can't. They can't cover anybody. All right, so that was the pick for the Falcons, Byron Murphy. Let's go ahead and number 15, Michael Grifka stepped to the podium. Uh, this is another big pick with the Redskins. Uh, Redskins uh, need some uh, interior line help, uh, edge, and they also need somebody on the outside. So right here, Derek, taking your boy, DK Metcalf, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. <laughs> there you go. The uh, – Skins, man, they like to take wide receivers, big wide receivers, so I could see it. Um, they haven't had as much luck as they would hope, but they do need playmakers, so I think he makes sense there. I have made a play for him for the Lions, but that's just more based on size, speed, ability, and talent. I think if, you know, rushers and other positions, I don't, I don't think the Lions would take him, but he could end up being incredible, so we'll see. All right, so does that put me here with the Panthers, boys? Yep. All right, number 16, the Panthers. They uh, they often take meat and potatoes as well. Um, let me see what I have here. At least on our board, we have their uh, edge, offensive tackle, safety, interior line. So I guess like with offensive tackle being their second need, I'm going to go ahead and take Jonah Williams here. I feel uh, I feel like Jonah Williams has been projected really high and uh, higher than I think he should go. But we're here in the middle of the round, and I think, uh, you know, you can move him on the right side, even maybe move him interior. That could fill maybe two spots because they, they have both tackle and guard as needs. So I think, you know, protect their quarterback, continue to run Christian McCaffrey all over the field. So I'm going to go with Jonah Williams there. All right. Who, who wants to take 17? We've got... <laughs> We got the Giants here, which needs to combo with my pick from earlier, if possible. I'll take I'll take this crappy team. <laughs> okay, <laughs> seventeen. The Giants. They took uh, they took Rashawn Gary to start. Now we're sitting here at seventeen. This was the trade. They gave away Odell Beckham. They got Peppers, who's now maybe in some hot water with the uh, Popo. Uh, who are we going seventeen Giants to get them turned around? Well, um. I think what they're going to do here is they're going to end up taking uh, that they needed somebody to rush the passer. So I think they're going to go with. Uh, we already well, they got, got Rashawn Gary. Yeah, but is he really a pass rusher? <laughs> what? That's all he does. Man, we'll see. He's big, right? How big is Gary? Gary's a big guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Six five, like three hundred some. Six five, six four, two seventy. <laughs> <laughs> it's five three hundred something. What is the offensive tagline? <laughs> they haven't listed at two seventy. He's not two seventy. He ain't three hundred plus. Well, the Giants just traded uh, Oliver too, so I think they're going to go with another one. I think they're going to take the best one uh, that's available in, in Cleveland Farrell. I, I I can see that pick happening. We all know the Giants like to have. Uh, you know, multiple pass rushers on the field at one time. So, but they're the ones that started that Ford, you know, Ford defensive end 
know, on like third and long or you know any passing down, they would always have like four defensive ends to get to the Nas- yep. quarterbacks. NASCAR, NASCAR package. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I set you up perfectly though, Chuck. This is right where the Giants take that dweeb from uh, the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, I know. I w- <laughs> they take him man at quarterback, and he's he's they he's love Eli Manning's too. predecessor. He looks like him. He feels like him. They just that would be the perfect guy, Daniel Jones, right there. I don't love the player. I'd probably take him in the second round or later, but it I've, seems like a perfect thing at seventeen. I've already drafted two quarterbacks in this mock draft. I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> now, is it me or are, is Chuck? Are you thumbing through a manual like the old draft guide that you got from Barnes and Noble? I'm, I'm hearing some paper shuffling over there. Not me. <laughs> okay, maybe Griff because got the got the Mel Kiper guide out. You got two. You got two edge rushers going. So that that again shakes up the draft. So eighteen. We'll go back to Grifka, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota needs help on both lines. So uh, right here, I'm deciding between D line, O, and uh, still this might be kind of a reach here, but. I'm going to have him take Andre Dillard, the offensive lineman out of Washington State. All right. They love to take uh, offensive linemen, you know, but trying to protect their quarterback. And, and Dalvin Cook needs to get going, man. He's been hurting and not as good as I would hope with a talent like him. Fellas, let's, we're at 19. Let's go ahead and do like four or five in a row with uh, little to no comebacks just so we can keep this thing moving. I'll take 19 with the Tennessee Titans. Um, man, I think there's – just got to look at their needs. Edge, see what edges are available for them. I feel like they brought in a couple guys, though. Nobody I really like. Montez is still available, everybody. Who? Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he, that was my pick, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll go ahead and just make it simple. Montez, Sweat, Edge for the Titans. Number 20, Pittsburgh. Let's uh, go to Grifka. Or are we back to Chuck? Uh, Chuck. All right, Chuck, Pittsburgh. Well, it looks like the Steelers are uh, going to need a receiver, so I'll have them taking A.J. Brown out of Ole Miss. I like my boy uh, Washington over there. I think he's going to blow up this year. But And they need corners bad. They got nobody that can cover. Seahawks, Grifka, who you got? Seahawks. They uh, once again trying to get back to their tough defense, but uh, they went to Cam. Uh, right here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a uh, Christian Wilkins, D line out of Clemson. All right, good pick. I can see Wilkins going higher. He seems to be climbing a little bit. All right, Ravens. So I'll come back to me with the Ravens. Ravens, I'm going to go ahead and take a corner. I mean, I don't love this guy. I could see him falling into round two, but the Ravens seem to take guys like this and they end up being good. I'll go ahead and take Greedy right here. Greedy Williams, cornerback, uh, LSU. But he don't, he don't like to tackle, so I don't know if he'll fit on Baltimore's defense. Yeah, but they always get these value picks for so many slides and they end up like, he ends up being good there where he wouldn't be good everywhere else just because of Baltimore's culture. So, we'll see. Uh, all right. Who who are we at now with Houston? I'm That's losing track. track here. 
Chubb, Houston Texans. Houston, I think, is going to probably end up going safety. I got him taking Deontay Thompson out of Alabama. Ooh, Thompson. He's a guy that's fell. Like, I see him in the second round a lot, but you got him here at 23. Why Why is safety for Houston so so quickly? Like, Well, that team, is, it, you know, that's where their biggest need is, the back end of their secondary. You know, they just lost uh, – uh, what's his name? They drafted Eric Reed a couple of years ago. He's really good. And they oh Henny Honey Badger left. Yeah, they left. They lost to Honey Badger. Need another safety back there. I think they'll go end up taking him. Um, I've seen Thompson drop a little bit, but I've also seen him climb back up after uh, uh, a couple other drafts that I saw. Okay. The uh, I, the name I threw out to Grifka in our previous mock. That's like most people don't know, but he's projected to go toward the back end of round one. Nasir Adderley out of Delaware, sort of like the top safety from what I've been hearing. But, yeah, uh, him, or, him or Thornhill. Yeah, the both of those two are pretty decent as well. Yeah, yeah there's a couple like lower name guys, uh, but Thompson was a big name, and like I say, we'll see where he falls. Grifka 24 Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. Let's see, if I'm doing my calculations correct, I get the next two, the next two Raider picks. That's one and the next one, so I've got to spend wisely here. So, uh... I think right here, they need a running back, so I'm going to have him take Josh Jacobs, running back out of Alabama. Yep, at number number four, they got Quentin Williams, so to get Josh Jacobs here, I think they got a couple of real big primetime players uh, that they've taken, so I don't mind that at all. I probably would have taken him here with Philly. Um, so now Philly's sitting here. They really need a running back, but... They just got no. Jordan Howard. Like I said, they really need a running back here. <laughs> Philadelphia uh, stockpiles running backs. <laughs> Average uh, running backs. But since he's gone, let me go ahead and look at who else might work for him. They're obviously loaded at tight end. I'll go ahead and go receiver here. We're at, like, the back end of the round. Um they always seem to sort of like skilled players, you know, that can score points, get touchdowns. I'd, I'd take Nikhil Harry here, 25. Really? Yeah. Is that a sneeze? <laughs> you don't like him? Hmm. Me? Yeah, I like I like him. Uh, I think there's a, a receiver that uh, has jumped up a lot of people's boards that had a great pro day, and uh, I think he's going to end up going before Nikhil Harry. But uh, you can take him here with Indianapolis if you want. It's your pick. Uh, that's <laughs> that's my plan now. Uh, I want to. Who uh, is this? You don't know who he is? No, we got DKs off the board and AJ Brown, Nikhil Harry. Who, who's jumping above those guys? Hakeem Butler. Oh no, <laughs> Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you hit Derek right on the nerve there. You hit somebody he don't like. Get ready to be thrashed. <laughs> Well, Derek must not have done his homework if you don't like him. Oh, he's done it. Dr. Z always does his homework. <laughs> I, I do not mind Akeem Butler, like, from a physical traits. He's got drop issues. He uh, is working out with Calvin Johnson, so, you know, he'll probably quit after his first uh, four years or so. He, he, he'll leave the league. Uh, this guy, to me, is a second-round, like, upside play, a roll of the dice that he's going to be incredible. Uh, you know, I think he could be good, but I also think, 
you know, it's a projection for that type of guy, no doubt. Well, everything I'm reading on him, uh, they loved what he did. Um, they they loved what he showed. Big guy, six foot six, somebody that can really help. Uh, you know, Andrew Luck on the outside. Um, you know, take a little pressure off of. Uh, um, man, names are really sca- escaping me today. <laughs> Eric uh, T. Y. Hilton. Oh, they also yeah. have Rivko's favorite tight end there. You forgot about him. Oh, <laughs> frying pan in the hands, Ebron. You know, he still had the you know top five in drops too, but he still had a good year. So that just means that you know Andrew Luck doesn't care; he'll keep throwing it to him because eventually he's got to catch the ball, right? Yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't mind it for for the Colts to be honest. I I don't think you're right though that like the kill Harry is a guy that has crazy production for like two three years. I think it is, and he can move all around. So I still think he's the number three receiver. Um, you know, on the, on this board, even maybe above AJ Brown to be honest, just from physical perspective. But like you say, Akeem Butler's got some huge upside, no doubt. Grifka twenty seven with the Raiders. Who you got? Let's see. I uh, just uh, had running back, and they. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know they need de- help in the defensive backfield right here, so you know who I'm taking. Pencil it in. They're taking Rocky Asin. Oh my cornerback out of Temple. Uh, two rounds too early. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna love. I'm gonna love that Thursday night where I'm blowing you up over this crap. Two rounds too early. Oh, uh, so Chuck, I don't know if you heard the previous show. So he said Rocky Sin. I've been saying he's a third round prospect, and now like since that podcast, Mel Kuyper's got Rocky Sin in the first round. A couple other mocks have him in the first round. Oh yeah, yeah. I still got him in my second. Yeah, I'd love to pick him up in the third. But he's a good football player. The only reason Griffka knows him is because he listened to the Oakry mock draft show where I talked for five minutes about Rocky Sin. He thought he was a a Chinese, uh, you know, marketing worker before that. He's not? So, <laughs> I don't know. Rocky Sin. I'd love it if he'd call you up and try to sell you something. Um, all right. Rocky Sin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. Griffka drafts her name too. That's the other thing. If you got a good yeah. name, he moves you up the board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got to. All right. Uh, Chargers. Who's got this one? This would be, uh, what you, this, this, this is me. Yep. So we got Butler, Rocky sin chargers. I love the chargers team and they're so good. Um, I think right here. I see their needs again. Yep, they got offensive tackle as a need, so this guy's falling a lot farther than I think he really will. Cody Ford out of Oklahoma, uh, seen him up in the you know top top ten ish, top fifteen. I'm gonna take him here at twenty eight. Got the Chiefs on the clock, twenty nine, getting close to the end of this thing. Lots of good players still out there. Yeah, yeah, the Chiefs. Well, let's see what do they need now. Um, yeah, I was going to say they, they were looking for, uh, they were trying to get into the Earl Thomas, uh, sweepstakes and, uh, they got outbidded. So I, I think they're going to take Derek's boy Adderley here. Hold on though. They got honey badger. Did they sign honey badger? Yeah. He's out and he's out in KC now. Oh, you're right. You're right. What do they need? I still think they need another safety. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah but Adderley, back Adderley's a, he's a free slash cover type guy more so than a hitter. You need another, you need a hitter to go with uh, Matthew, don't you? Or are you going to play him down in the box? Well, then the, the next best safety that would be a hitter would probably be what Thornhill from Virginia. He's not a first rounder, according to you. Okay, go ahead. But according to the experts, we have him at the the twenty third best player. So I'm not sure what uh, he's a third round. What you've been reading? Twenty third best player? No way. Yeah. yeah. Oh if Derek gosh. doesn't like him, they fall in the third round automatically. So the third round well, is you know. loaded with talent. Tell Derek to get talent. his book out at Barnes and Noble so I can buy it. <laughs> uh, tell Grifka that you can get good players in the third round because he thinks there's a drop off after number eight. Yeah, that's okay, though, seven. but if you don't agree with them, they automatically fall to the third round. So, you know, anybody, anybody is like, they're third round. Third round. They're the fourth day of the draft. All right. Clock's winding down. Casey. Anyways, I, I'm still going with Thornhill, so that's where we're at. All right. Let me see if I can find him on my sheet here. Right on the first page. <laughs> All right. <laughs> is this Griffith again getting to pick for the Packers? Or is this me? Don't worry. This is it's two. It's uh, four players ahead of uh, Devin Bush. So just look right above Devin Bush, <laughs> and you'll find Thornhill. All right. Let's see. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I get the Packers again. So uh, uh, they need a safety. And since, you know, Derek was nice enough to talk you out of uh, Nasir Adderley, I'll take him here. <laughs> see, he's first-round talent. Low first round because Derek likes him. Yeah, he's number thirty six on my list. <laughs> hey, that'd be a good fit, man. They just brought in Amos over there too. That'd be two good safeties from them. Amos, yeah. All right, I got the Rams. The Rams, man, they love to uh, just light up the scoreboard. Got man, got lots of good people here. Um, I'm almost thinking, like, for the Patriots, because the Patriots are going to get stud. There's lots of good people on the board. Um, hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, – I'm going to take this guy. I've seen him in the first round, even with the injury, and we're at 31. I'm going to take Simmons here, Jeffrey Simmons. I feel like he's an absolute monster. They're losing Sue. They probably would just take this guy and redshirt him for a year, and then he'd come next year and be an absolute monster in the middle of their defense. So I'll go ahead and take him, get another beast next to Aaron Donald, I guess. I was going to take an offensive player, but they have too many offensive players. I mean, I could have went tight end, but. 32, the Patriots closing us out. Um, yeah. It's me. The Patriots, I could see going defensive line here too as well, but I think with the uh, recent news, I think they're going to end up taking Noah Fant, uh, tight end out of Iowa. Yeah, that's a great pick. I'm almost like mad we didn't take him earlier that they would get a guy just sitting there. Like That's perfect for their for what they lost and just a heck of a football player. Yeah, I think without uh, you know trades with – all these teams trading up to take all these quarterbacks in the first 10 picks. A lot of people fell, you know, a lot further than what they would normally in a, in a normal draft. Yeah. And, and that always at, throws me off. Yeah. I'm just looking at the list, seeing if there's anybody out didn't go. I mean, it throws you guys a chunk right to me is, you know, where's Marquise Brown going to go? He's got the foot injury, but I still see him going mid round. 
or like top of the second round, there's a pretty big variance, but he's an electric football player, super tiny little guy. And then Garrett Bradbury, interior lineman or center from uh, NC State's getting a lot of buzz being in the first round. Any any yeah. names you guys see that like you think will go that we didn't get in there? I still think uh, I think Irv Smith, even though that's uh, another tight end. In the first round, I think he's definitely first-round talent. He's a guy that uh, kind of surprised that didn't uh, make our draft. And maybe uh, Dexter Lawrence, the D-line out of Clemson. Yep, those are guys, like say, will they get to the back end of the first or will they be early in the second? I mean, I think they're good names to bring up. Any any names hit you, Chuck? Or... Uh, nope, nothing that I could – I'm looking over. Everything seems to be – what was taken? I think with uh, Dexter Lawrence, he he'll have to find the uh, the right fit because he's a big guy. He'll have to, you know, he'll have to probably be more of a three four guy at DL one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Situation, but I mean, you don't find guys three forty that move like him either. So I think you know he's going to be good right. if he gets in the right system and whatnot. And uh, Grifka, your boy DeAndre Baker is still sitting here. You loved him, taking him in the top 15, I think, earlier. Now he's out of the first round. It's because I had to take Rocky Sin. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Chuck, with uh, yeah. you being a Cowboys fan and them not having a first-round pick, is there a spot mm-hmm. like you know where they are picking that you're kind of targeting, kind of have a few guys circled? That's like if this, if this guy fell to him, you know, you'd be pretty happy with that pick. This is the Kool-Aid um, cast. Nobody cares. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Derek? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are they at? What, pick 58, I think, is what they pick. Um, if somebody fell to 58. I think if a – let me see. If a free safety, maybe the – maybe the kid out of Florida would be all right late in the second maybe, round. Maybe Thornhill will be there for you. No, Thornhill's a first-round guy. He'll be gone. So you're talking Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? Yeah, yep. Okay. Somebody that can just – that can actually, you know, play the ball and tackle. we got a, we got a guy back there that can't do either or. You know, he needs to go back to SVSU and teach or something. But <laughs> Griffcar, I mean, uh, Chuck, are you good with the Cowboys' offense? Yeah, I mean – <laughs> to an extent, I mean, I'm still not sold on, you know, Dak. the quarterback, but um, the rest of it's fine. I mean, you've got you've got receivers. You've got a good uh, young receiver, um, actually two two good young receivers that are going to be, you know, good for a long time. You know, and Amari exceeded all the expectations I had of him. I didn't think he was going to do what he did, and, you know, he made me eat crow, and I'm okay <laughs> yeah. to eat crow when it comes to the Cowboys, so <laughs> – yeah, I think they got good, like you say, offense. Just add a few pieces. Grifka, let's end this right with the, being a Detroit Kool-Aid cast. I took Brian Burns in this mock at number eight with the Lions coming up at the in the early second round there. Uh, pick 43 if they stay there. Who who would you pair up with Brian Burns? Just kind of guessing who might be on there. It'd be a nice one-two punch. Jeez. Or pair him up with Sweat since you took Sweat. Like, who else would you want? Sweat and who would be a good first, second round for our Lions? I, I, I still think they need cornerback help. And uh, I know we've slaughtered this guy's name a thousand times, the uh, Mani out of Penn State. Yeah. So uh, that that uh, that would be a guy. 
I mean, even though He's I would wiry. take this guy if he was sitting in the second round, because you find him in the third round, and that's my boy, Rock Yassin, even though he's a first-round talent. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, uh, hey, this is my new take, Grifka, and you, you guys both might hate this. <clears throat> so let's say they passed on a Brian Burns. They took another position. Like, I, I have a feeling like the only way that you can get a Chase Winovich is take him at 43, and I think he'd be the perfect, like, edge locker room culture type of guy for the Lions, the way they're going. He'd be like a Ninkovich uh, for this team. But if I'm taking Burns at eight, I'm with you, Grifka. I'd probably look at a Warrior or I'd look at, uh, you know, some of these other corners that are there. I feel like that's our biggest, biggest need is just shoring up the outside spot. I love our safeties, linebackers getting better, all that type of stuff. So um, that or – Hey man, if it's, if if a Marquise Brown fell and they thought his foot was okay, I mean another explosive offensive weapon would be nice too. I think so. That's where I'd go. Yeah, I'm, it's a good pick too. All right, well sounds good, man. It was it was fun to run through this first round. We we told the uh, Detroit Kool Aid drinkers we give them a first round. It's great to get Chuck in here. Had some good takes. Had some really good uh, picks across the board. It was fun to work our way through it. And uh, man, a few weeks and it'll be the real thing. So we'll see. Maybe if we squeeze another one in before then. But uh, like Griffka said, names are changing. People are moving up and down the board. But uh, everybody, there's our first round mock draft here in uh, late March, heading into April. Um, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. But before we do that, we got to say one thing. Grifka, you got anything else for the people before we get out of here? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. We'll check you uh, this week, Wednesday and Friday, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pack the bags, start the plane. This game is over. Drink it in, man.